welcome back everybody to episode 8 of Wake Whispers. How the hell are you folks? Oh, good. Yeah, doing alright. Not dead yet. Doing well, thanks. How was your trip, Wes? Uh, it was really awesome. Good. You were out in North Carolina? Yeah, we were up um, over by like uh, Winston-Salem area. Uh, so mostly just very sleepy little town called Kernersville that got out and did like just a lot of going out to the mountains and stuff. Not a lot of those around here in Florida. Oh yeah, no, I think there's zero actually. I think, <laughs> you're, I, I think there's a really big hill somewhere in North. Oh, you mean uh, what was it called? Are you thinking of Thrill Hill? Thrill Hill. <laughs> So back home, uh, where we grew up in Florida and St. Pete, there's this, uh, I guess it's not even really an overpass, it's just like a raised part of the road that goes up and then immediately down. Yeah, I think it's just like a very so, small bridge over by like a, a little bayou-y area. But it's it's essentially the only hill in our uh, where we grew up, and uh, when we were bored and like driving around with nothing better to do but cause trouble. Okay, let's go over Thrill Hill and see how much air we can get. <laughs> hey, let's put people in the trunk and go over Thrill Hill. Oh my god, that's a yeah. idea. <laughs> how much air did you ever get? I mean, we never got out and measured it, but we got off the car. <laughs> <couple times. laughs> yeah, more. All right. <laughs> like, let's see how many people we could fit in the car and go over Thrill Hill doing 80. I don't know how that car lasted as long as it did. We did terrible things to that I, car. Like, we've gone over Thrill Hill like 10 deep in that car. Is it Buick? <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, LeSabre. Yeah. And the LeSabre. Good times. Oh, Not memories. Memories. <laughs> well. Speaking of memories, you guys remember where we were uh, when we last left off in this game last week? Uh, yep. <laughs> Ustalov. <laughs> no. Raven Grow. Narrowing it down. I think Stormac and I yeah. were in the town hall still. Yep, so you guys had just finished researching like for a good portion of the day while Stormac and Flora were out having a day on the town after going to the estate sale and just trying to spend some time being friendly with her. Um, o- Ozil broad tusks. Yes. That too. But before we jump into that, I'm going to jump into the past. So the scene opens up in the early evening twilight above a large city. The words... Leopardstad, some time ago, appear and fade as we zoom down into the city between a few buildings down a narrow brick alleyway. We see a figure in a long coat moving quickly through the thick fog. We recognize him as Professor Petrus Lorimer. His steps are hurried, and he keeps checking over his shoulder every few seconds. He has a small package under one arm and an umbrella in the other. As he rounds a corner, you see a couple of seedy-looking men leaning on either side of the alley, blocking his path. Oi, you lost, old man. 
Oh, um, not at all, thank you. I'm just heading back to the college. Professor tries to continue walking past the men, but bumps into the larger one of them as he moves to stand and block the professor, glaring forward with a blank look on his face. The smaller one speaks. The college, you say? He turns to his companion. Imagine all luck, huh? My friend here was just telling me about a rumor he heard about the college. Professor looks a little nervous and says, Good things, I wager. Well, he heard they pay good coin for boys that people fish out of the river. The professor visibly relaxes and <laughs> looks like he's happy to discuss his work. But, oh, yes, uh, the anatomy department loves to uh, have new cadavers to study, yes. Of course, waterlogged corpses are difficult to dissect and... They do pay much more for the fresher cadavers uh, donated by family and... Oh, how fresh! The man interrupts as both of them pull out small shiny blades and take a few threatening steps toward the professor. Professor deftly swings his umbrella into the crook of his arm and draws his wand. Now, gentlemen, let's not get carried away. The large one reaches forward and grabs the professor's arm, shaking the wand out of it with his massive hand. The wand clatters to the ground behind them. So what are you gonna pay us to not remove your head and donate you? Are these men bothering you? We see a halfling confidently approaching the scene from the fog, clutching a wrapped parcel in one hand. She scowls at the men as she advances toward them. <laughs> what if we are? You gonna do something about it? <laughs> Taller one says, Oh, yeah, you think they take halflings? Oh, maybe they'd pay us half. <laughs> As the men laugh, a shadow looms in the fog behind them. Slowly, the shadow takes form to reveal an enormous black dog growling and baring her teeth. The thugs freeze when they see her. She stands almost shoulder height and stops close enough to sniff angrily at the nearest blade. I'd suggest you put your knives away. The halfling smiles and moves to stand beside the dog. Daisy doesn't like weapons. The man nearest Daisy drops his knife nervously and holds his hands up in surrender, while the bigger one immediately turns and runs away down the alley. The halfling woman leans on the dog casually and points her thumb the way the other man fled. Your date's leaving. The remaining thug glances at the halfling, then back to Daisy. And after a moment, he, he's, he turns and runs. And as soon as he's disappeared into the fog, Daisy stops growling and sits, her tongue happily flopping out of one side of her mouth. The halfling retrieves the wand and hands it back to the professor. Are you all right? I'm brushing his coat off. He's, yes, yes, uh, terribly sorry for the trouble. Uh, I, I really should know better than to cut through anatomist Sally. I suppose I let my guard down. I'm grateful you were here, uh, miss. She gives the professor a wry smile and offers her hand to shake. You can call me Flora. And this is Daisy. Come on, we'll walk you the rest of the way. And they walk off down the alley into the fog. And we black out. Go clap, go clap, go clap. Very nice. Mm -hmm.
That was such a feel-good story there. (laughs) Yeah, that shit was great. And now we find ourselves back in Ravengrow. Where uh, Flora and Ozel are walking around the town square. Uh, What have you guys been up to uh, for most of the day? Uh, Well, we went to the estate sale, and then I assume we probably just hung out with... um... What's her name that I can't remember? Blarney Fistwhistle. No, not her. <laughs> Although, you know... Kendra. Kendra, yes, yeah, sorry. Just hung out with Kendra <laughs> all day. I, I always tip extra with Blarney Fistwhistle, though. She's definitely my favorite bartender. And she's actually the only bartender working there right now, uh, uh, or waitress, as it were. That's why she's and- my favorite. Uh, when you go in there, uh, she probably will ask Flora, like, Oh, you ever, you ever coming back to work here? We can sure use the help. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Do you not have other people that work here? <laughs> well, if you remember, a lot of them quit after, like, the weird stuff kept happening for a couple days. Oh, I didn't realize they quit. I thought they just ran away in fear. A little bit of both. As you're coming out the square, uh, you do see uh, Sheriff Benjamin Collar uh, coming out of Jaminda's apothecary, who you met in the bar the other night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was a pretty lady. And speaking of which, uh, I realized that I hadn't given you guys, like, a lot of handouts for these people, so I made a bunch of them. Yay! Uh, here, let's, let's, uh, let's throw some of those out real quick. Uh, we'll start with Benjamin Collar. Classic. Oh, yeah. Totally. Definite gunslinger. He's got the big collar, wide-brimmed hat. Serious look in his eye. I think I approximated him as, like, the the cowboy cutout that leans against the pole. And yeah. that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Almost clean-shaven. Um... Looks tough. Oh, yeah. And then Pevrin, uh, Zokar's son and backup dishwasher. What? <laughs> <laughs> Little page boy. Gibbs Heffinus, the uh, guy that incited the the brawl in the wrestlings and who you were questioning about the vandalism. Oh, that guy for sure did it. Yeah, I was picturing... Um... I mean, this this is very close, but I was picturing the Gibbs from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can see it. Well, this older <laughs> gentleman here. You guys got to remember, this is an audio show. Uh, he strikes me as somebody who used to be pretty well put together, but has just drank himself into oblivion and now starts fights at funerals. Totally. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. He looks like he would be into conspiracy theories. Hardcore. Gibbs has a full beard, but he's got the, the chin shaved. That, that whole mustache turning into sideburns look. I think it's called the Irish bartender. <coughs> I think he's right. This guy um, doesn't... Have, this next one doesn't look human. Oh yeah, that's Father Grimborough. He's the one who delivered all those nice words. He looks like he might be a Smurf Neblin. Oh, what? 
<laughs> uh, like a, a deep gnome. Yeah, he looks like he could be a gnome or even a goblin. His ears are a little pointy. I think he's just supposed to be ancient. He's just really old, I think. Uh, we got Alendru Goraven, uh, the owner of the Unfurling Skull, Scroll, that uh, magic shop and, and school. Well, he looks yep. like a friendly fella. He does. Yeah. He's got kind eyes and a bird on his shoulder. Feathers in his hair. <laughs> that he does. Just like a really genuine hippie. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That guy could uh, uh, tell you your sign. Hello, Joe Minda. <laughs> Joe Minda oh. Fallenbridge. Hello, nurse. Dibs. She's the one making everybody drool. Um, what else we got? Oh yeah, uh, Steve-O, the drunk. <laughs> Got Steve-O. Oh jeez, he's a lot older than I thought. <laughs> oh, his name is Steve-O. Oh, we spelled that wrong, you <laughs> jerk. <clears throat> I don't, I don't feel as bad about dropping him in the mud. That's beautifully done, Johnny. Thank you for oh, that. For I feel like he looks like a side character from Last Airbender, but I can't put my finger on which one. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's the, the guru. Yep. Yes. For our listeners, his last name is spelled V O U G H. Steve. Steve. Vo. <laughs> Steve Vo. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. And then, um, the name list. The man that you rescued uh, from the Sturges, just barely. Do you remember his name? From the Sturgis. Oh, the the almost dead guy. I do not remember his name. Sturgy Stan. Um, Sturgy Stan. I don't think you wrote him. Maurice down. Povich, you did this to yourself. <laughs> no, that's the page at the town hall. Oh, okay. <laughs> Darn it. I should have made one for that. <laughs> the page at the town hall. He's the, he's the town hall nerd who helped us on research checks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's such an unfortunate name. Maurice, Maurice, Maurice Povich, you did this to yourself. I mean, okay. who would do that to themselves? <laughs> Sorry, John. Back to Safar Iman. Safar Iman. Okay. Safar Iman. Oh, yeah. Safar Iman. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. <laughs> It was clearly right. being played by generic fantasy villager number three. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We put it out a casting like call, a bro. Beekeeper. I think he is a beekeeper. Let's make him a beekeeper. Safar Iman. I forgot that was his name. Safar Iman. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got for you. Um, real quick, I, I want to make use of something that we haven't got a chance to do yet. While you guys have been walking around town, you've been made Kendra stopped and chatted with some people, and uh, maybe maybe you guys even did. But why don't you roll me a D100? Meg. Who? Or no, I'm sorry. I make it a, a D10. You, uh, you want to roll it, Meg, or you want me to roll it? Um, why don't you both roll? Okay. And this is going to determine what rumor you might have heard um, uh -huh. while going around town today. Five. I got a six. Uh, Surat, roll again. <laughs> well, uh, no, not that rumor. 
Uh, well, five and six are the same one. Oh. Uh, so, Flora heard uh, around, overheard maybe, uh, that if you visit Harrowstone near sundown, you can hear the ghost of the warden's wife wailing and sobbing from somewhere within the ruins. Oh. And that she she haunts the prison now, forever mourning her husband and attempting to frighten anyone who intrudes on the prison. Flora doesn't believe it. <laughs> Bunch of hokey. sanity. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> uh, what, what's your new number there, Sarah? Nine. You heard people talking around that saying that, oh yeah, the stories that Harrowstone is haunted, or, they're just that. They're stories. The ruins are still dangerous, but what folks think are ghosts are probably only the nasty vermin that live there. Hmm. Well, that's comforting. That's what I'm saying. That's what Flora's saying. She's like, there's no ghosts. Well, I, I, my, I would know that there are ghosts. Well, not there specifically, but that ghosts exist. So I, I'm gonna believe that. I'm gonna believe your rumor, and you're gonna believe my rumor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We exchange rumors. Crisscross. Crisscross. Um. So uh, yeah, as you're coming around the uh, in the town square, uh, you see Sheriff Collar come out of Jaminda's apothecary. And he almost, like, looks uh, kind of jostled when he sees you. He's like, oh, uh, hi. Uh, hey, I, I'm actually glad that I saw you. Uh, Ozil, are you guys still willing to uh, take the night shift guarding the wrestlings tonight? Uh, absolutely, Sheriff. All right. We, we um, would love to... Uh... I would love to see what's going on around here. I, I have a little bit of experience in this, and it's, it's my pleasure. All right, well, uh, the uh, early evening shift is going to be relieving themselves uh, <laughs> just after. Sorry. What's so funny? Nothing. Do you want me to wait a little bit after that? Or, uh... <laughs> Let them finish up their business. You know. Poop joke. All right. Well, anyways, yeah, the early evening shift is gonna rub themselves off on a schedule <laughs> around <laughs> around eight p.m. tonight. Snorting and snickering so into her sleep. Can, can I don't I, understand. Can I get a different copy of that schedule? Um, <laughs> She's only in like her twenties. Come on, give her a break. Uh, I don't want. I don't want All the right. one. Uh, you know, just just in case they lose theirs. For whatever reason. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll give you a copy of the schedule. Uh, they probably have one on them when you, when you go, uh, get them off of their shift. <laughs> Oof. Uh. Well, uh, an extra couldn't hurt. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. So 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, if you could just go get them off, and. Uh, so we're done. It's done. Maybe it's I'll, done. I'll, I'll I'll take over the uh, shift in the morning. Why are you laughing? I'm not. <clears throat> no reason. No reason, Sheriff. Uh, I will see you in the morning, uh, seven a.m. sharp. I imagine. Uh, yeah. That sounds good to me. If we if we still use a.m. p.m. distinctions in this world. 
and um, and he uh, takes a look around and he kind of puffs his collar up as he leaves the front of the apothecary. Um, kind of almost looks like he was hiding his face. I think they're banging. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, um, did he? Can I roll sense motive, or is that even worth it? Do I know he's being sneaky, cagey? Um, you can roll sense motive if you like. No, that's like a ten. Yeah, I mean it seemed a little off, but you can't really sure. put your finger on what's going through his mind. Running around outside the gazebo in the center of the town square is that large dog. Uh, it's almost as big as Daisy um, that you guys seen a couple times before. And he comes up and is like sniffing around Daisy and being playful and nice with her. Nice. Daisy's playing with her. She loves it. She's super friendly. It's, is this you see the some kids across the square are like pointing and giggling? Is, is this the love interest that the podcast has been eating <laughs> the dog gets the love interest <laughs> it's the one we deserve i'll tell you what. <laughs> exactly uh flora goes into an uncharacteristic like high-pitched voice oh he's a pretty boy he's a good dog <laughs> <laughs> he's very friendly you hear one of the kids say oh look old river found a friend river Old River. Old River. Okay. And at that point, you probably see uh, Stormac and Sidriel emerging from the town hall across the square. Presumably. Do you guys emerge? We emerge victorious from researching. Triumphantly, even. Uh, we will wave. Hello! Are you, are you holding a sword? Hello, the pen is mightier than the sword. And, uh, yeah, you guys all reconvene, I imagine. And, and um, what's your plan? Uh, you got probably a couple hours, a few hours to kill. Do uh, we still have, um, your shift. what's your face with us? You guys are the worst friends. Uh, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Kendra's there. And, uh, she's just, like, absolutely, uh, enthralled with you guys spending time with her today. Uh, it seems like it really did the trick to bring her spirits up, because uh, last night she was looking really out of sorts. Poor thing. And she got a nice new dress and a nice new bag at the estate sale. And, what are you uh, implying? Yeah, she's looking chipper. That, that women just perk right up from utter depression of a lost loved one by buying things? Is that what you're implying? No, I said it's because of the French. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, Meg, you are a sexist. God. I am just kidding. I, I didn't even consider that. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. But yeah. Um, she's looking like, uh, she's probably ready to go back to the house, though. You know, you guys had a long day of walking around doing stuff. We were doing stuff. Things. How are we treated in town? We, we, we're friendly. We, we wave to people and interact. Those kids, for instance, uh, what do you think our rating is in town? You think, uh... People, it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, every once in a while, someone will like smile and wave, 
or uh, you know stop and talk with you but and a lot of people are standoffish and just kind of keep their distance or might be like whispering to each other about you or you assume um, but yeah it's kind of a small improvement neutral you might say <laughs> I for one don't care for their whispering ways me either <laughs> you said the thing they're all cult members kill them burn this down to the ground burn this motherfucker down boogie um, but yeah uh, are you guys just going to retire is there anything else you want to do um, before well, I think you go to the restlands bedtime sounds good I don't think we have anything else to do do we I thought we well, had we can. the night watch tonight yeah. yeah, we can't sleep. Well, can't take a nap before. Take a nap, have a big dinner, take oh, a nap, sure. or a big breakfast after the nap, whatever. Both, whatever. I mean, you're probably cooking dinner. Sure. Let's do it. Let's have that profession cooking roll. Okay. That is going to be a natural 20 for a 27. <laughs> Damn! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. That's awesome. The best meal. Oh, I'm so Let looking me forward to this meal. Let me show you something special for tonight. I don't know what it is, but yeah, <laughs> delicious, eh? All right. I imagine you guys share uh, what you learned uh, while researching today, maybe over dinner. Yes. What did you learn? Do you remember what that was? <laughs> if I remember right, the most recent thing we learned was about. I think we got the names of the pie prisoners. Yeah, or at least their, like, handles, their monikers, nicknames. Uh, the murder uh, names. Never gonna the be able to the names. What is in a name? Um, well, there's some pretty good names. Yeah. There's five names here. Father Charlatan, the Lopper, the Moss Water Marauder. Oh, that has internal rhyme. I like that. The Piper of Ilmarsh and the Splatterman. Splatterman. Is he like the Jason Voorhees knockoff from Splatterhouse? <laughs> Splatterhouse. I'll never tell. Um, but yeah, you guys have an amazing dinner. Uh, Kendra goes to bed fairly early and she thanks you guys for spending time with her so much. And um, yeah, unless uh, there's anything else you want to do, we can cut to the evening where you go to the restlands. Yeah. Yep. Quick nap. Off to work. Quick nap. Uh, I'm gonna grab uh, the twisted up holy symbol and bring it with me. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Or it's probably past dark when you guys uh, leave to go to the restlands. Um, there are lampposts along the main street of the town. Uh, but in the graveyard, it is fairly dark. Uh, I have five torches. If anyone would like a torch, I I have I have dark vision, but torch could be nice. I also have torches. What's the moonlight situation out here? Oh uh, yeah, the moon is not super visible tonight. Torches it. Uh, I'd also like to note Stormac is carrying his quarter staff, which he normally leaves at home. Nice. He's also been carrying that wave blade, that curved knife, uh, but he keeps that conceit. Uh, so who's got torches out? I have a torch. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. 
So you guys uh, go to the same entrance that uh, you entered for Lorimer's funeral. Uh, it's a cool calistral night, and uh, you hear the night crickets and uh, there's a soft breeze blowing through the gravestones, having a little whistle here and there. We are on a big map, a big, big graveyard, lots of graves, very large building off in the distance, trees, pathways. But yeah, so as you guys enter the graveyard, uh, you see a head coming down the pathway. A uh, head? I guess floating on its own. And quick, shoot it! It's just, just gushing blood out of its empty neck hole. That's a goddamn argwile. <laughs> uh, no, ahead of you, you see two men coming up the path towards you with torches. Um, they appear to be the town guardsmen that you are supposed to relieve. And uh, they approach and like, Oh, are you our replacements? Uh, yes, uh, yes we are. Uh, Ozil Broadtusks, nice to, nice to meet you. My name is Anthony, uh, Lieutenant Anthony Weginald, and... My buddy is Private Private Bigothy. No. Anthony Weginald with a W. Uh, shake their hands, Darcy. And uh, I get handouts. I'm doing that. That's a thing I do now. Lieutenant Anthony Weginald. Hell yes. Oh my god. That guy looks like he's gonna fucking murder everybody. Oh yeah, Darcy. Darcy's a killer. Yeah, so one looks like a suave guy with some facial hair, a big smile on his face, and the other, Darcy, is a bigger fella with a, just like a, a stern, kind of angry look on his face. He doesn't say much, but he just grunts and <clears throat> shakes your hand. He looks like if Mark Ruffalo was a boxer. <laughs> yeah, he's got a broken nose, a split lip. He looks like he's been in a couple fights lately. I don't know if this reference is going to land on anybody in this group, but they are reminding me already of the um, town sheriff and his buddy in um, Much Ado About Nothing. Nice. Which we watched recently. <laughs> the new new remake of it? No, not the, not the Joss Whedon one. The, um, the old Kenneth Branagh. Nice. Classic. Um... But yeah, they're like, uh, they shake your hands, like, uh, the sheriff's uh, told us a lot about you, uh, I think, uh, it's about time you start, uh, pulling your weight, uh. Did he just go from English to French? Yeah, we don't talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I haven't nailed his voice yet. That's <laughs> alright. Oh, absolutely, sir. Uh, well, have have you noticed anything tonight? It's been uh, quiet here tonight. Um, there it is. <laughs> uh, we have seen no movement, and um, it's pretty boring. Uh, hopefully, it stays that way. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, 
Is there any any place I should be concerned about? Uh, how large is this place? Well, it's pretty big. We um we've been doing a patrol down all the roads. Uh, I would suggest you do the same. Uh, maybe even split up. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, just try and keep an eye on as much ground as you can. Uh, Sheriff said the dead were rising from the ground. To, <laughs> we don't want to let those into the town if that happens again. Uh, you ever heard of something like that? Oh, zombies. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, I'm sure every other cleric has also. We just killed one the other night. We sure did. Well, thank thank you, gentlemen. Uh, uh, consider yourself relieved, or uh, he'll like salute, sort of. Right. Right. Well, have a great night, and hope you don't get eaten. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well met. Well met. Have a have a good rest. Yes, indeed. Well, first of all, I'm. I guess I'm assuming. Because uh, I think you'd mentioned it, maybe it was off air, uh, but that you were looking to take this shift uh, specifically to get access to the crypt that was in the professor's journal, right? Yeah, I would. I would probably suggest that we should at least make a loop around like the whole thing, patrol the roads one time at least, and look for the look for the roads that we're looking for, like one. One group of two goes one way, and one group of two goes the other way, and we loop back around just to make sure, and then find the roads we're looking for, because it's at the intersection of one of those and the other one. Yeah, so you recognize that intersection of being right next to Professor Lorimer's grave, uh, so you do know where to find that. I still think we should make a loop to make sure nobody comes by before we break into this fucking tomb. For sure. So you guys are going to split up in twos and do a, a run around the graveyard? I mean, that's what I would propose. Alright, who's going with who? I propose I propose that we have a torch team and a darkness team. That's fine. You're going to leave. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye on you. And what's our goal here? Uh, two teams patrolling. And right, but like we're just checking to make sure nobody's here before we go do various things. Yes. And then we're going to completely abandon our post to go indoors for an extended period of time. Correct. Maybe. All of us don't have to. We, we, we could we could still maintain two outside and two inside. I mean, it's in a crypt. How big could it be? Yeah. Hmm. As soon as all four of us go inside, then all the zombies are going to wake up and head into the town. That's, that's, well, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> so be it. This place sucks anyway. Well, then. Yeah. You were the ones who were like, burn the town down. I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm with you, but maybe zombies is a better way to go. All right. So you split up torch team and dark vision team. Um, you make your rounds. Uh, it seems pretty eerily quiet. Nice and cool out, uh, not a noise for a while, and then um, Father Ozel, give me a perception check. Or Ozel Broad Tusks. Oof. Uh, not great. Uh, like a five. Alright, how about Stormax? How about 
15. So, as you guys are walking, uh, maybe you hear a noise or you notice something a little off-looking and you move a little closer and you see something kind of disturbing. You see this old, weather-beaten tombstone and as you get a closer look at it, you realize it has your name on it. Stormac Strongjaw. You see an inscription. It says, Come to my world and be as I. As I am now, soon you will be. Embrace your end and witness me. And underneath that, a smaller inscription reads, Died 4661 AR. And when is that in relation to now? Like, 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the same year that the prison burnt down. <laughs> and and I'm alone, or I'm with Ozel? Um, I'd say maybe, like, you went off just, a, like, a couple feet to look at that thing, and Ozel's, like, standing on the path okay. All right. nearby. So I'm, like, staring at it, like, my eyes are super wide, wider than I can normally make them, and, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm, like, I, I, I whisper over my shoulder, Ozel! Ozil, come here! And I'm like, I'm like staring at this like it's an illusion, and, and it's gonna disappear if I if I blink. Ozil wander over and draw his falchion, or he probably had it out, but he's just like, what is it? Is it the? Uh, is it the undead? I'm, I'm kneeled down uh, at a at a grave, and I've and I'm wiping the, the the stone away from any dirt or vegetation, and I'm just like, what does this say to you? Read, read this. Uh, it does not say that. Oh, what does it say? Uh, it says Olivia Herthright uh, died 4702. Olivia Herthright, uh, 4702. Uh, did you know her? I I stand up and I and I step away, like still staring at the thing. Does it still say my name? It does not. Okay, I'm, I'm blinking. I rub my eyes. I say. Uh, too much reading today. I, I think I'm seeing things. We all shared our nightmares and stuff and our, our moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yesterday, so we're all we're in a safe place. <laughs> as you, as you do, my my dwarven friend Ozil. Ozil, I I read my I read my name there on that on that stone. Uh, a, a name that I that I don't even use. I I, uh, I in the monastery. I I just uh, gave up my my family name and became Brother Stormac. And then leaving the monastery, I I just went with Stormac. But just now on that stone, I saw my name and my family name. There is a stone out there with our name on it everywhere. It just doesn't know that it's carved into it yet. Deep cut. It, <laughs> it is nothing to worry about, Stormak. We shall find the source of this evil. And then eventually you guys reconvene, I'll say right at that intersection 
that the professor spoke of, and you see a large crypt uh, not too far down the path to the east. Did we see anything or anybody or just, I mean, other than Stormak? Uh, you do not. Uh, you guys went, uh, Sidriel and Flora went around and the night was quiet, peaceful, just the bats and crickets. Is that the only crypt in this area? You do see, uh, it's the only one that is nearby this intersection. So Sidriel double check, double check the journal. Uh, I, I think, I'm pretty sure that's the place. So what do you do? Um. I mean, I guess if that's our goal, then Flora's going to start walking towards it. As you come up to the door, give me a perception check. Well, I'm going to get, like, here and turn around and be like, is this what we're where, what we're looking for? Are we... What are we doing in here? <laughs> I actually forget. <laughs> oh, let's take a look, at least. I, I don't want to leave this graveyard unattended for long, but... Yes. Right, but why are, we, why are we going in the crypt? Well, the... the- Journal says there should be some supplies in here. It it doesn't really get much more specific than that. Supplies for fighting the undead. Oh, sounds handy. Okay, let's go. Perception, you said. Uh, yeah. So as you come up, the crypt is a is a freestanding granite mausoleum. Uh, the roof is decorated with a pair of leering gargoyle statues. There's a single stone door with a rusty-looking lock uh, sitting on the facade of the mausoleum. I got a 15 plus 2, 17. So, you get a little closer and you notice that the rusty lock that is supposedly holding the door shut is actually broken. It looks like the clasp was melted somehow and then put back into place so that it looks like it's shut. Mm. Gentlemen, I don't think we're the first ones here. Sidriel draws bow. Now, Sidriel, you'd probably remember in the professor's journal, he did say that he came and took some of the supplies before heading to the prison. So, do we suspect that that is the professor's break and enter? Is that is that what you're suggesting? I'm not going to tell you what you suspect. <laughs> Could I maybe do like a knowledge arcana? <laughs> Uh, yeah, give me Knowledge Arcana, that'd be fine. It's a 23. Um, if you take a close look, uh, it appears that it was melted by acid. Well, this very well may have been the professor's work. Uh, I think, uh, I remember Acid Splash being a, a basic cantrip, parlor trick for him. So it's not locked? No. Cedro pokes it with his bow. Yeah, it falls right off. Stormak will remove the lock, yeah, and, and, and he'll push the door open. <laughs> get, get off me, Ozil. Right. <laughs> Ozil just got a little too close. <laughs> you see a number of stone sarcophagi, I guess. That's probably not the right word. Tombs. We'll call it, well, so yeah, coffins, tombs, ghouls. <laughs> no ghouls, just kidding. Um, uh, lining each wall to the left and right uh, with a large golden urn in the center of the crypt. All of the tombs are just blank stone slats. Slats? Slates? Slats. Slates. Slate. Slats. Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, except for one, 
this one in the center at the north side has a large scarab beetle emblazoned in its center with an eye in the center of the scarab. Didn't we have a book back that had like a scarab-shaped keyhole or something? Yes, the one book had this same scarab emblem on the front of it, and it had a strange triangular keyhole on the book. What shape is the eye on the scarab? Um, it's just an eye shape, and it's just engraved. Uh, there's no hole. Okay. Is the scarab Lorimer's symbol? Uh, not to your knowledge. Uh, you only ever seen it on that book that was in Lorimer's possession. Well, that's all we've got. Well, we may find some answers, whatever's in there. Mr. Ozil, could you come in here, please? And Stormak waits for Ozil to come in, and, uh, and he's gonna basically ask, uh, is this okay? Can we, can we open this? I, I'm not sure. And Flora, not understanding what you mean, will be like, oh yeah, you guys are definitely strong enough to pick that up. Just go for it. <laughs> is this what we are intended to do? Uh, open this this stone coffin in order to find equipment? I, am I misunderstanding things? You know, in Phrasma's eyes, uh, I feel like she would want us to have these tools. To, uh, if you feel like the connection is strong enough with the scarab, we could open this this uh, um, sarcophagus? Are they Is that what we call them? No, I'm asking Stormak. <laughs> um, we can call them whatever we wish, uh, it, but is that, is that what we're meant to do? If we are to complete our mission, yes. <clears throat> Lormor directed us to this, and I, I, I do not feel like he would ever uh, lead us astray. Okay. Um, Flora, would you please lend us your muscle? <laughs> what? <laughs> your muscles, your strength, you're very strong. I forgot she's probably the strongest one here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's so funny. There's an orc and a dwarf and the tiny little girl needs to be able to lift two things. Okay, I'm on it. All right, so... Let me move my entire pumpkin bread loaf so I can roll my dice. That's good. I'll, I'll try to aid her. Um, we're talking strength check or what? Okay. All right. Yeah. Here's my strength check. Uh, Seventeen to aid her. Cool, cool, cool. Anybody else aiding? Uh, sure, I'll aid. Uh, ooh, that's not. That's not gonna aid. Oof, fuck. Okay. Flora. Yeah, hold on. Sorry, I'm. I'm assuming Sidrail's not aiding because he's a skinny guy. He is not. He's hanging out in the doorway, keeping an eye on things. I'm dusting strudel topping off of my desk. <laughs> mm, strudel. Sorry, I was snacking. Oh, what is that thing in the in the middle of the crypt? It's like a large golden urn. Okay. Um, that's a two. And okay, totally well, takes well, some no, time. No, not, <laughs> not total. Where am I? 
it's not skills, it's abilities. There it is. Um, so that's four. A five. <laughs> so well, you guys are pushing and pushing, and it's just not budging. Um, it's almost as if it's not even supposed to open. I mean, with a four, though. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Stort, while they're struggling, Sidril's going to kind of take a poke around the crypt. Uh, Stormak does have stone cunning. Uh, he, he is a dwarf. Uh, Give me a perception right. check. So that's a... Uh, the roll is plus two. Uh, that's an 11. So, I'll give it to you, and since you're there, like, up close, like, trying to move this lid off, and your face is, like, right up next to, because you're short, your face is right up next to the scarab on the lid, and it, it kind of looks like it can be pressed in. I slap it like Ow. a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm starts going off, red lights blaring, um... So you press it down, mm-hmm. and almost immediately you hear, and the the tomb starts to move to the side, and you see a staircase. Mm. Uh, now we're really screwed because we don't we don't want to we don't want to split the party that much. We don't want to go down there and uh, leave the graveyard unattended. We. It's a graveyard. What's the worst that could happen? Exactly. Uh, zombies. Zombies are the worst that could happen. Yeah, but they're not very fast. Are they? Not? True. The other ones are. I mean, I think every zombie that we have encountered has not. So you're suggesting we can get down there, kill whatever's inevitably there, and then get back up to kill the zombies that are heading into town before anyone notices. Well, it's okay if they notice them going into town. No, our, okay. our whole job out here is to <laughs> guard. What if, what if we got overran? It's okay. Our cover job was to protect town zombies. Our actual job was to get to the crypt. That's true. The zombies will give us cover, if anything. Yeah, Flora, Flora's down. She's ready. She's ready to go. Let's go. She's like, yep. All right. So you guys head down the stairs. It is dark and musty. Stormak's feeling nervous. He's, he he says, "I don't like this. I don't like this plan. Uh, we, we're leaving the graveyard unattended. This is a this is a bad plan." They'll be fine. Flora does not give a shit about the townspeople. Yes, I am okay <laughs> with this plan. Oh, I have vision here. I, I can't see. There you go, buddy. This is black. Let me turn your torch on real quick. Thank you. And so... Yes, yeah, so the flight of stone steps uh, leads you down into this larger chamber. Um, down into the cold earth. And there's... This large crypt here has empty niches. Niches? Niches? Niche. Niches. Niches, uh, no, uh, al- along the walls, uh, but no, you don't. It looks like it's supposed to be for bodies, uh, for dead to be interred here, but they're all empty. 
Mm. Wait, like whole bodies or like urns? Uh, like bodies. Okay. So possible um, missing zombies. Do they have Do they have names on them? Uh, there, there's no names, no markings, nothing. Mm. How do they smell? Are they, <laughs> are they like a couple of statues to the right and left? How of do us? they smell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, yeah, there are a couple uh, statues of. Uh, they're just look like female figures with flowing robes and harps. Uh, the the whole smell like dust. Uh, you you don't see any evidence that there were bodies here. Um, yeah. The the dust looks like it hasn't been disturbed for a long time, other than. Uh, maybe along one way leading to the two doors at the northern end of the room. Uh, Would you say there's two doors to the north? Two? Yes, I would say that if you hadn't already. <laughs> you have your chance. Door to the north. On, on three, Flora, both doors at the same time. Hell yeah, let's do it. You ready, boys? <laughs> your plan is to open both doors. <laughs> this is your time. plan. I, right. I want to be up top guarding the graveyard. I'm just trying oh, to. I'm just trying okay. to expedite this. It's fair. Um, yeah, kick yeah, them open. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Boom. Oh. So you open the stone doors. Lame. <laughs> they lead into the same hallway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you guys come through the doors and you see each other. Give her a high five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and with some stairs leading further down, and at the bottom you can see like a sort of raised dais with another tomb on it, another crypt. All right. And the uh, the footprints in the dust lead right up to this. To Perfect. it or from it? Both. Mm. And then what? They disappear. <clears throat> well, uh, it looks like they lead up to it and then back out. Yeah. Okay. So does this mm. one have a lid? Do I need to roll strength again, or is there a button? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's an honest question. <laughs> uh, this one does have a lid. <laughs> is it? Do I need to roll strength, or is it just like lift the lid? Is there a hinge and a counterweight? Give me a strength roll. Okay. I'll aid. I'll try. Nope, won't aid. Sorry. God damn. Rolling terribly. 14. Okay, I got a uh, 14. Alright, plus 4. No, I do not aid, actually. Um, Sorry. I said 16. Uh, that's enough. Uh, you and Stormac are able to get this thing moving. And, uh... Give me perception checks. Oh, well. Uh... 11. Okay. 13. Okay. 11. Get some daisy perception. 13. Should I roll daisy? Why not? She's there. Uh, or Zedriel. Mm-hmm. All right. One of the few things she can do, right? Let me figure out. I mean, skill-wise? Probably. Uh, skills? Perception. 
God damn, she's got a plus five. Holy shit. There you go. Uh, 19 plus five. That would be 14 perception. She, or, I mean, 24. She got a four, uh, 24. What is it, girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, you open this crypt, sarcophagi, tomb, coffin, whatever, and you notice a few objects inside. There's several, there's a quiver of arrows, there's several flasks, um, a few potions, there's a large wooden, or not large, it's like a thin wooden case, like a thin rectangular wooden case, uh, with very fine wood it looks like, and it has the image of that scarab beetle with an eye carved into the wood. There's kind of just like a jumble of stuff in here. Um, and as you're, like, looking at it, once you first get it open, you hear Daisy start growling. At? Like, what is she looking at? Uh, uh, uh. She's just looking around at, like, moving her head back and forth. Well, we're, we've found what we're here for. At that moment, we hear some rocks falling as some creatures emerge from the cracks in the walls. Classic. And... They look like... Ew! Ew, they look like millipedes! They look like this. Stomp them! Gross. But are they, like, human-sized? Oof. They are halfling-sized. Oh, well, at least they won't bother with the rest of us. Long chitinous boy? <laughs> Long... And the title on this image is Long Chitinous Boy. Boy with an eye. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. And let's go ahead and roll for initiative. God damn. I realize, I think. Oh, wait, go on. Oh, I was just saying that's an eight initiative for the drill. Let me uh, go ahead and roll initiative instead of intimidate, which I just accidentally did. <laughs> Trying to intimidate mm. the bugs. <laughs> I got a. Um, what's my initiative? I got a 12. All right, Sidril, you're an eight. Yes. Uh, Stormac, twenty. And Ozil. I also have an eight, uh, but I have a five modifier. Hmm. I have a plus six. Oh, then I'm last. <laughs> we'll be last together. <laughs> oh. But you'll be first last, and I'll be last last. <laughs> True. <laughs> Alright, so these giant centipedes come wriggling out from the cracks in the wall, and they're just dripping this, like, viscous green fluid from their mandibles. That's not what you want. And, um, they attack in a surprise round, because Daisy's the only one that got the perception check. So, so that means Daisy doesn't get a uh, she could take an action. <laughs> I don't have uh, on her inish. Um, let's see this one next to Sidriel. One just came out right next to Sidriel, and one came out right next to Stormac. Um, the one next to Sidriel is going to attack first. He's going to attempt to bite you for an eighteen. That'll hit. And he does five damage. That hurts like hell. As he 
crunches into your flesh. And let me have a fortitude save, please. Uh-oh. That's a four. Uh-oh. I have not rolled over a three so far tonight. Ooh, boy. Oh, no. That's not good. Oof. That is uh, not good. So you're going to take... The week to make a new character? <laughs> you're going to take three dexterity damage. Oh, man. These are not joking. I don't want that to happen to me. Well, let's find <laughs> out if it happens to you. Because you're about to get attacked as well. Uh, he rolls a natty four for a six. I think that's going to miss. Yeah. Stormak is up first at the top of the round. This centipede came out of the wall and swiped at you with his mandibles and missed. All right, he well, did. he caught me off guard, but I'm, I'm always ready. So, um, quarterstaff in hand. I'm going to go for a quarterstaff flurry. Couple of couple attacks nice. coming at it. Um, ooh, Donatello Six style. is a definite miss, and then the second attack is a 17. 17 is gonna hit. All right, five bludgeoning. Five bludgeoning. Wow, why don't you describe your kill? I just wow. stick it like like I'm like I'm a like I like I'm a normal human being in their kitchen with a broom. <clears throat> just like, ah, 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 and I just jab it to death. <laughs> jab it to death. Yeah. Nice. It's my new metal band. And he is just a mess of uh, chitin and ichor. Did I say those words right? I always get them yeah, both sounds, wrong. Sounds good. And, and I'll turn around like uh, in, in almost, almost a rage and take a five foot step. All right. And that's the first thing that Stormak has ever killed in his life. <laughs> you did it. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's Iker. I knew it. Titan and Iker. They both are like... Harsh sounding. The way you wouldn't expect it to be. Um, Stormak is done. This chitinous boy is up next. And um, he's gonna just—he got a nice piece of flesh out of Sidriel. He's gonna try to hit him again. Oof. Yeah, that's one of those words that, that I've only ever read and not heard aloud. Yeah, it's weird. It's not even real. Um, a seven—I don't think is gonna hit you, Wes. No, that is not it. Right, uh, Flora. Um. I think I am no longer in position, so I guess I'm gonna go here and then just stab the thing. Cool, cool, cool. I actually forget how to play this game. That's not what you want. I just use my um, lance, poke it. Okay, so I'm going to attack. Good start. That is a. Uh, that's gonna miss, unfortunately. He just quickly wriggles out of the way. Sidriel. That guy definitely played at Wrigley Giggly Park when he was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after getting eviscerated, uh, 
Pedro's gonna try to cautiously limp away, taking a full withdrawal. Yeah, you got a good bite on you. Kinda hide on the other side of uh, Ozil and Stormac. Say anything? Uh, other than just screaming out in pain when I got bit, no, I'm just kind of <laughs> limping to the other side, like just trying to get distance <laughs> between me and it and make sure it's not biting me as I slip by. Right on. And uh, with a full withdrawal, which way did you, you went through Ozil? Correct. All right, so you're good. No attack of opportunity. Um, Ozil, Sidriel limped past you, bleeding. What do you do? Yeah, I probably would have said, I'll, I'll take it from here, Sidriel, and I'll five foot step up as he uh, walks past me and take a swing for a 16. Nice. Does that hit? That hits. Oof, sweet. Uh, so that's eight points of damage. Nice. All right. Why don't you describe that kill? Yeah, after seeing Sidriel get bit, he'll, like, do that cool thing that you do in ship hallways, of which I've never been on. You know that they do in the movies when they're running past people in a ship? Mm -hmm. And then he'll, like, step up and uh, just hit him real good with a two-handed falchion chop. What is the thing you do in a ship? You know, you like swim past people because the hallways are all narrow. Or a plane or a train or any narrow hallway. Oh, like you turn sideways and move past quickly? Yeah, and like (laughs) both put your arms over and smack the other guy's butt. I was going to say, if you're swimming in a ship, you're in trouble. (laughs) That's a problem. (laughs) I've only seen, I've only ever seen Titanic and Pearl Harbor. Those are are the only two. (laughs) The only two boats. The only two movies. The only two movies with boats I've ever seen. Pearl Harbor's not a boat. It's the only two movies, period. Well, not a lot to do out here. Every movie has at least one boat in it. I think that's a rule. Little River doesn't have a library or a blockbuster. It's true. Or police or a traffic light. That's also true. It's got a stop sign. Just one. All right, that's, that's my turn. Are, are we out of combat? Combat is over. As it falls limp to the ground. Bugs. Let's out a wail of, like, a screech. Sidriel. Stormak will wipe off the icor and uh, start handing out loot. Sidriel, arrows. You, this, and, and uh, let's, we gotta get back up there topside. The zombies are waking up right now. <laughs> Mr. Stormack, I don't feel so good. No. Oh, all the more, all the more reason to get out of here. Here, open this wooden box with the scarab on it. I'm, I'm lost. Don't give the injured person the possibly trapped box. She's gonna snap it out of your hands. All right. like... You take this, and you take this, and I clear that thing out, and I get it all in our in our bags and gear. And and uh, Stormax is like, "We got to get out of here for Sidriel." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you you just get all the stuff and rush everybody back outside. <laughs> That's my goal. Okay. Stormax, uh, make me a luck roll. All right, you want a hundred cider? I'm trying to roll high. Uh, here you go. That is a forty-eight. That is that is low. But 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 it's a high low. It's a high low. Just checking. Hello, hello, hello. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of the song. I don't, I don't know that song, but uh, Sormax rushing upstairs. Sorry, I have to listen to the radio when I'm driving. Uh, so, okay, you get all the stuff gathered up in your arms, and do you all follow him out? Uh, Flora is going to yeah. try to help Sidriel if he's, if he's like, slow and limpy. Is there anything here we need, is there anything here we need to research or, or check out further? Um... I feel like we may have bigger problems there, Stormak. Uh, doesn't look like Sigil's doing too let's, hot. Let's open that box. There might be some sort of curative what? measure. Um. <laughs> oh, so you're still in the crypt. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, do we, is that our best bet? Do we not have somebody who's capable of healing our friend here who's currently... Are, like, what's Could, going on? Are you okay? Can we do it somewhere else before more of those bugs come back? Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 take him out. Alright, so we head back up. Or journey right. further explore. I use my perception and stone cunning to see if there's any other things we should know about in this room. Yeah, it's pretty bare. Uh, just those cracks in the walls and you cleared out this tomb and you're just gonna go look look over the stuff somewhere yeah. else. I think that's the best bet. Alright. So you come back out. John's had time to add all the zombies to the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh dear, I see. When you get outside. Oh no. I don't see anything. Does those not look like open graves to you? <laughs> you notice there are f- mm. four open mm-hmm. holes mm-hmm. next to gravestones. Damn, they must be fast. We were not down there that. that long. I don't see them anywhere. Give me perception uh, checks. Three on the die for a ten. Uh, no, hyper aware. Ten. Ozil? <laughs> Uh, I got a grand total of, like, a four. <laughs> Ozil is still inside. So, Sidriel, your keen elf eyes do notice in the distance. In two different directions, you see two shambling figures, shadowy figures in the darkness. Yeah, which two directions would those be? Uh, two up near the northern exit from the Restlands, and another two down to the west. And, and which south. way is town? Uh, northwest. Essentially, both e- both exits lead to town. Is one shorter? I feel like we should go for the north guys first. Yeah, so you'll say that. Looks like there's there's two by the north gate making their way back to town. Two more right in the middle of the graveyard. And and are they all are all four of them like like hustling? Are 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 red and yellow just like standing around and green and blue or like moving out of there? Or or what? what? Sidriel can see that okay. they're all on the move. And we and we can't see that. Uh no. Okay. Failed your perception check. And even Sidriel can just barely make out the like figures in the darkness. 
once again, Cedrio looks at Stormax so- just incredulously, like, <laughs> I, I, I just said. <laughs> it's, it's fucking. You sorry, never guys. listen to me. It's great. <laughs> Sometimes I just um, go audio or visual, you know, I'm taking in the map and I'm not listening. My bad. And I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. Initiative. Huh? Oh, no. All right, uh, Ozil, what'd you get? Uh, 14, or 18, sorry. 13 plus 5. Flora? Uh, 6. Sidriel? 24. Ooh, that's a lot better than your 8. Yeah, he's, he's ready this time. The adrenaline's pumping. Also, the venom. <laughs> Uh-oh. The adrenaline is pumping. <laughs> yeah, so I guess Sidriel sees the ones up to the north. Did I get a... a you just handed me some arrows while we were down there. Did I get like, a look at them when they handed them to me? Do I know anything about them? Like, are they just regular-ass arrows? <laughs> there is a set of ten arrows, a set of five arrows, and a set of two arrows. Uh, they all look very finely made, um, but... Um, they each have are, like, a little bit different style. Okay, I'm not going to worry myself with those right now. I'm just going to pull out a regular arrow from my quiver and fire at the uh, zombie to the north that's closest. Okay. Ooh, that is going to be... Where's my attack? Uh, 23. That'll hit. Roll to mash. Two points of damage. The arrow flies right through the zombie. And then Stormax up next. Okay, so I've been told that there's ones to the north. So I'm gonna run. No, well, this is this is a total waste of a surprise round. I'll just run 20 feet, uh, save my key for when I can run farther. Okay, Ozil got an action. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna move also, just 20 feet. Okay, Flora. Uh, can I charge? No. Then I guess I will move. And Daisy moved 40 feet. Cool. I like this battle music. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you move up and then back to the top of the round with Sidriel. Okay, so Sidriel will move up 30 feet and uh, take another shot. Shoot to the same zombie, the one kind of making his way toward the uh, exit of the cemetery. All right. Well, that's going to be an 11. It's gonna miss, unfortunately. Actually, that's gonna hit. Google. Wait, uh, no, it's not. Is he still <laughs> flat footed? I was like, wait, oh, he's flat footed, but his flat footed yeah. AC is the same as his regular AC. <laughs> My emotions. Uh, unfortunately, it sails into the darkness, and Stormac is up next. So, uh, so Stormac runs 80 feet, um, uh, <laughs> and, well, uh, he, he can see in the darkness, so he runs uh, to the north um, where the zombies are attempting to exit Graveyard, and he is now cutting them off. Uh, he's still 10 feet from either one of them. All right. Head him off at the pass. Mm-hmm. Ozil, you're up next. Yeah, Ozil is also going to... Seeing Stormhead book off into the bushes or well sort of like, <laughs> like across the graveyard like I'm gonna cut them off. off yeah uh, <laughs> he'll run 60 feet also 
that direction. And he'll only get so far. All right. So I guess I can get 80 feet. So I can only get another 20 feet. There you go. Cool. Yeah, you see these shambling, rotting corpses just making their way along. And then it is some zombies' turns. Uh, zombie here he does see you. And he's coming at you. Arms extended, mouth open. <gasps> and then it's Flora's turn. Okay. You said there was an action I could take that would do more movement? Yeah, you can move, you can do a full round action and move four times your speed. So Daisy has a 40. So 160. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be in a straight line. You could curve around. The only thing to keep in mind is if you do take the round action, lose your dexterity bonus to AC. Delta starting your yeah, you, yeah, you can move wherever, yeah. essentially. You can get wherever you want to be. Um, I'm gonna go... Okay, see you later. <laughs> oh, don't go. <laughs> Good night, guys. Um, so I think I'll go like just she she does she can't see them so she's just gonna run off in this direction. Yeah. Okay. And and when she yeah. does yeah. see them when they come in view of her torchlight, I guess how much can I see in torchlight? Uh, 40. forty feet essentially. Twenty feet of bright light. Twenty feet so of dim light. So forty. Okay. So. Alright, she's gonna, she's gonna, when she gets to about, like, here? Here. Okay. And, and get herself ready to charge. About 20 okay. feet before the zombie? Yeah, like cool. 30, 30 feet. And look at that, it's that zombie's turn. Who sees you come up behind and s- slowly turns. <laughs> And moves up to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it! How fast are these then fuckers? That fast. Actually, <sighs> faster. Uh, I'm never gonna be able to charge anything. But he's staggered, so he cannot attack you this turn. Um, well, he could charge. Thanks, Surat. Zombies can charge? Thanks, Surat. He's gonna charge. Thanks, yeah. Surat. The one, the one thing that they can do is charge. Thanks, Sorry. All right, so he's. Sa- Thank you, Same Surat. team, Meg. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, am I misusing that? <laughs> Unless you're saying same team, you're on the same team as the zombies, then yes. Flora, does a seven hit your AC? Or uh, I'm sorry, a nine. Uh, no. I don't think so. All right. Uh, so he does. He charges right at you and swipes. Man, that one should have attacked uh, Stormack then. Too late. Well, is it? I'm looking. I'm, I'm, guess whose turn it I is now. I don't see. Oh, staggered. Is that what we're looking up here? Yeah. Can't take a full round action. Charge while is, is staggered. Charge your full round action. Um, not if you're a zombie. For example, while staggered, you are allowed to perform a charge attack with only a standard action at a reduced movement. Right, so it's a it's a property of, of the charge action itself. 
if you're able to take only a standard action on your turn, you can still charge, but you can only move up to your speed. You don't get the double speed. The more you know. Um, and oh, you can't cool. draw a weapon as part of the charge unless you have quick draw. Oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> um, so that one would have attacked you, Stormac. That's at 22. Yeah, that'll hit, of course. Um, that's going to be... It's going to be 10 damage uh, from his slam. Right, so I'm almost dead. <clears throat> I've got two hit points left. Really? really? That's how level one works. Yep. <laughs> well. Shouldn't have ran in there. Well, I hope this one... I hope while this one charges you, oh my he does God. not kill you. I hope so, too. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really hope that I'm lying. Alright. It's an Eddie 19. Cool. It's a bummer. That is minimum damage. But that minimum damage is five. Okay. You go yes. down. Stormak runs into the darkness, which he can see in. Heads these zombies off at the pass, and they just pounce on him and start tearing at him. Sidriel, what do you do? Oh, I gotta see if I can actually see up there. Which, yeah, it's dim light, but I can see it. Um, we will try to get closer. I'll move another 30 feet up. And, uh, I guess keep trying to fire at the blue one. Alright. It's a 16 to hit. That hits. One point of damage. You see your arrow just kind of flies right through them. Uh, it looks like it didn't. They're not even phased. Stormac, you want to give me a Constitution save? Looking rough, boys and lady. <laughs> That's a twenty-one total. Nineteen on the die. I think that does it. I think so. I think you stabilize. Uh, how does the game work again? Yeah. It's like 10 plus your negative hit points. Yeah, so he needed to roll a or... 13. He's solid. Yeah. So you stabilize. And then it's Ozil's turn. Oof. Oh, man. This is uh, not great. Um... Stormak really likes throwing himself into harm's way. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'll run up to the one that uh, just took Stormak down, and I'll mm -hmm. I'll go I'll go tearing off at them and yelling, uh, "You are you are the blasphemous creations outside of Phrasma's will!" As he goes charging in and tries to take an attack. Cool. I like it. Show me what you got. Uh, that that is a twelve. 
to hit. Mm, unfortunately, that is going to hit. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. And these are undead, which uh, triggers my traits that I forgot to use last time, which is a plus two to this damage roll. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oof. That was one-off max damage. It wasn't bad. That's seven plus four is 11 damage. Nice. You slice right down into this thing, and you know in uh, Terminator 2, when the T2, or when the T1000 gets hit with the grenade launcher, and he's like got two halves on top of his legs, and they're like, yes. Anybody? Anybody? (laughs) Of course. That's what it looks like. He's still standing up, and his claws are like flailing, and his head is on one side of his body. And his shoulder is on the other, and he's still standing, but barely. I mean, it, it it was slashing damage, if that makes a difference. It did. Okay. Ouch. It looks like he's pretty worse for wear, but he's still standing. And then it is some Zombri's turns. What? <laughs> he's going to move there. This oh, Zombri shit. I'm going to need some help, boys. going... To mindlessly attack Stormac. He's got a fresh. He's got a fresh meal on the ground. That's gonna miss. That's a netty three for a seven. I don't know. Does that miss you? Um. Well, it would be ten minus his dex minus four. It might. So maybe it would hit. Um, Stormac? Uh, that would be a, a nine total, I think, with, with, with Zerat's calculation there. Minus four, minus my dex. Oh, cool. My AC's 15, so that should be a nine. Cool. Uh, it misses then. Luckily, that, that may have permanently killed you if he rolled high on that damage. Flora, you're up next. If I charge away from something, do I, did they take attack of opportunity? I presume so. Yes. No, I want to charge. I mean, I'll take a, an attack of opportunity, kind of whatever. Yes. That's fine. I'm going to do it. Um, Alright. She... So let me get that attack on you okay. before you go anywhere. Or as you move out of the first square. That's going to be an 11. Nope. And then she's going to charge. She heard screaming. <laughs> nope. And then sudden not screaming. So then she's going to charge up here. And she's going to charge at green. Sweet. Um, you come f- charging in on back of Daisy with your lance out. Uh, yeah. Torch that in is, hand. Uh, 14 plus 6. 420. 420. That's gonna and hit. Damage is two d6 plus four because she's charging Ooh. and mounted. Uh, five plus Ooh, mama. five plus four, fourteen. Won't you tell me how that looks when you kill this zombie? <laughs> uh, she'll come charging out of the darkness, like yelling, because <laughs> she hasn't gotten to charge anything yet, and she's so fucking happy. Um, and is that the first charge? Yes, what? yes. And uh, she's nice. gonna like, like, 
skewer the thing right through the middle, like the side, because it's facing Stormak, right? It's like bent over trying to chew on him. So she's going to like skewer it right through the rib cage mm-hmm. and lift it up and like charge off with it. Nice. <laughs> awesome. And then like, like spin it. around and throw it off of her lance, like shake it off to the side really fast so that it falls off. <laughs> awesome. Yes, that was awesome. This guy, I want him to attack you. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he just got split in twain down to the legs by Ozil, and he turns around like, <laughs> like barely holding apart and just flails one of half of his torso to slam you. Uh, ooh, for a 21 to hit Ozil. Yeah, that'll hit. That's going to be t- 10 damage. Jeez. Ooh. It's max damage again. Ozil goes down. Oh my god, you guys. Holy cow, yeah. really? Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, level, level one's a bitch. He's not down, but he has zero hit points. Aren't you a half-orc? Uh, he's, an or- he's a half-orc, baby. Oh, yeah. Orc ferocity. Got a little... Let's see what, you get one action? Yeah. Alright, well, now it's Sidriel's turn. Alright, Sidriel's gonna close a little more distance here. Okay. Yeah, try to get in 30 feet to get a nice clean shot. And hopefully, I don't know, headshot this thing is what he's looking for. That'll be a 17 to hit, because I get the plus one point blank. Alright. Yeah, this arrow actually sticks into the zombie's back. And and 8 points of damage. He actually did a little bit of damage there. Yeah. I guess now that uh, Floor is over there with the light source, I can actually get a good aim in and actually try to hit Thunder Mass. What the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell right it is. <laughs> Definitely is. Lance is one-handed when you're on a mount. And? Not today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stormak is stable. Face down mm-hmm. in the mud. <laughs> Every time I'm in a graveyard... That's where I want to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's canon now. And uh, Ozil, you're up next. Uh, I'll roll a constitution save. Ooh, I'm... Wait, aren't you at zero hit points? Oh yeah, no, I have orc ferocity. Fuck yeah, you're, yes. you're just disabled. You're not even in orc, orc ferocity yet. Alright, well I'm going to roll to hit then. With oh my, yeah. With my you... last little piece you can still take one action right yeah exactly zero hit points puts you at um disabled so you're but don't you stack. like lose a hit point if you do anything yeah if you take an action you lose a hit yeah, point. any standard action you can, so you can take a move action without it but a standard action will take you one hit point but then your ferocity kicks in could you channel right now uh, I cannot. I am Ozil Broadtusks. Uh, I am gonna take a swing though, and I'm, I'm gonna roll for a fourteen. That's gonna hit. All right, two d four plus five. Ooh, uh, that is eleven damage. Oh, and he's still standing. What? My God. I'm just kidding. He only had one hit point. Oh left. my God. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna collapse. Wait, why? No, now, now you go into orc ferocity. And then six seconds later, I'll collapse. Yeah. 
All right. So that one is I, I'm imagining you just continued the split down the middle and cut him completely in half. Yeah, I just like kicked him and pulled my sword out because it was still stuck in there and then took another swing and finished that one. All right. Uh, Flora, you're up next. Uh, she is fucking amped. She's ready to go. So she's going to uh, shout to Cidriel's like, back me up, and then she's going to charge at the other guy. Can I charge again? Is that something that's limited, or can I just keep doing that? <laughs> uh, as long as you have a, fr- a straight line to them with no obstructions. Yep. She's going through this guy. And uh, charging. Weapons. Okay. Charging. <laughs> Weapons. Processing. Uh, it's like an old anime. <laughs> um, that's 18 to hit. Uh, that hits. Okay, and then 2d4, or d6 plus 4, so that's 1, plus 3, so 8 damage. Okay. Yeah, you knock a chunk of this guy off, and he turns to look at you, hungry, dead, cold eyes. Wait, did he go? Has he had a turn? Uh, he goes next, and he attacks you. Can try. He slams his rotten claws, and that's gonna, it's gonna be a nine. Nine, nine, nine. Uh, no. And then it's Sidriel's turn. Top of the round. Uh, Sidriel will close a little distance here. Yeah, get just next to this tombstone here, and uh. Maybe try a different arrow if your other ones have not been working. What do you have? I mean, I, regular arrows and blunt arrows. I've used both against zombies, and neither were effective. There's not really any other kinds. Didn't you get handed a bunch um, of mysterious is, arrows? I assume the points on them are either are all just regular arrowheads. Is that accurate, John? Like they look like they would all do piercing damage. Yes. So that's going to be a uh, twelve to hit. That hits. That is five points of damage. Piercing. All right. Yeah, you get a solid hit. It just flies right through his rotten, desiccated flesh. Ugh, is there, like, a luck involved in it? What's going on? You have knowledge religion? No. Uh, Sidriel does. No, I'll just tell you, because everybody else knows what is happening, I think. Um, I think Sidriel's made this check on a zombie before, so I think uh, uh, he would have told everybody after the last time this happened that zombies have DR5, are resistant to damage that isn't flashing. Yep. Oh. Mechanically, oh, can I get that information? I think I rolled for it before. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, so D- DR5 slashing. That's why you gotta go at him with the falchion. What is DR? I'm sorry. I know these are things I should know. Uh, so damage reduction, um, five. So you reduce any damage he takes by five points if it's not from uh, a slashing damage. Wow. So you have to do more than five to That's hurt him. That's a lot. Okay. Or magical damage. Yeah, slash, slashing or magic. And then it's Flora's turn. Okay, so I'm no longer charging, but I am still mounted. Okay, um, I'm gonna. I get. I guess I'm gonna stab him again with the lance. Now I think you you have your weapon has reach, right? So I think you might have to like, take a five foot step back to attack. Okay. I also have a dagger. Would a shield bash knock it down, or stun it, or do something to it? 
I'm not holding a shield. Uh, Never mind. I have a torch out. We talked about this. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna s- pull out my dagger, I guess, and try to, like, yeah. So you're gonna drop your torch <gasps> or your lance? If I drop my torch, does it go out? Not uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drop your torch? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, would no? I don't have any kind of dark or low light vision. I would be blinded. If I take a five foot step back, I don't get attacked. Correct. But then I can stab with my lance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that would be a five. <laughs> That's going to miss, unfortunately. Yeah. Did you roll, like, a three or something? No, I rolled a one. (laughs) Oh, well, you have to tell me when you do that. Uh, So let's go ahead and confirm that fumble. Uh, And just roll again. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a 13. All right, you're all right, Larissa. Thank you. Who? Don't worry about it. Nailed it, Meg. You nailed it. Yep, you miss. It's not a fumble. um, But it is a zombie's turn. Can zombies take five footsteps? He staggered, didn't he? Yeah. So So he can either take a standard action or a move action. Okay. 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 But, I mean, you can still do, like, free actions. And what is a five-foot step if you can still do a move action? I, I mean, you, you told us on surprise rounds we can't take five-foot steps. And that's okay. functionally equivalent. I mean, in my book, that seems pretty on par with being staggered. Like, you yeah. can standard or a move. That makes sense. All right, so he, I'm going to look it up just in case. But... He stumbles towards you for his turn, and then it's Sidriel's turn. Um, yeah, I will take a five-foot step back to maintain the distance, and then I will try to uh, rapid bonk. Fuck yeah. So, first attack is going to be a 12. That hits. For eight points of damage. All right. And the second one is going to be a 14. That also hits. For eight points of damage. Who wants you to describe your kill, buddy? Oh, good. Oh, yeah, so as he steps up to Flora after seeing what happened to my other two friends, step up toward her and, you know, saw what happened to the other two, and just immediately start dumping arrows into this thing as quick as I can, try to knock it down before it gets too close. Alright. Stormak and Ozil are snoring. Flora, you don't see any more zombies. <gasps> Right, I don't, but I did know there was a second one. Yep. I, I yell backwards, Sid, do you see the other one? Maybe she heard the splashing and <laughs> walked right through there, not impeded whatsoever. <laughs> um, I I lost it just before it went into the lake. But you did see which way it was headed. I saw it headed that and way, we but... Can... Yeah, we so it, can extrapolate that it's headed towards the exit. I mean, we could go chasing it down, but I'm thinking maybe we get Ozil and Stormac back to town and maybe alert the, the sheriff or 
somebody might be able to back us up here. <laughs> it's only one now. I think they might be able to give us a hand. We seem faster than they are. Um. Uh, I think I think she's amped up on her um, success, and she's also kind of a headstrong person as it is. So she's gonna say, "You take care of them," and then charge off into the dark. Cool. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if you go charge in, so you'll fall. He's not gonna. You're just gonna leave. That. You're just gonna leave your two companions I, unconscious laying in a graveyard. In her mind, she's gonna take no, care no, of them. No, no, I'm this talking to Sidriel. I love what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sidriel knows he can't carry you guys. He needs uh, Flora and Daisy to do that. So the best way to keep you guys safe is to eliminate any threats. He, he can guard you, but actually carry you back to town and. Not you know, and beat the zombie back to town isn't going to happen. So if I run, I can move four times. Yep, so you can go 160. Okay. So we saw him disappear into the lake about here, but he was heading about in that direction. So she's going to mm-hmm. just kind of go around the lake pond. Okay. So you run up, da- dodging through the gravestones in the dark, and... As you come up to the intersection, you do see him at the edge of your torchlight, just mindlessly walking towards the exit. And she's going to scream at it. Hey! <laughs> so that it stops. Hopefully. <laughs> if it stops. Sidriel's up next. All right, Sidriel finally gets to use the run feet. Woohoo! I didn't think I'd ever get to use it, that we'd be in a big enough area. So I get to run five times my speed, and I don't lose my dexterity to AC. Ooh, cool. So he's going to run 150 feet and catch up with Flora because she's got the only light that he can see. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you yelled and he got he got his attention and he's going to start approaching Flora. And it's your turn, Flora. No, I'm going to charge it. Click the button. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna, what are you going to do? I'm going to charge it. <laughs> I'm in charge. Obviously. Cha-ching. Great. Um, so that is 17. Yeah. That hits. Six plus two plus four. Twelve. Okay. (laughs) Solid. (laughs) Solid hit. And your lance just like easily pierces through the soft rotten flesh, uh, but you're able to like pull back and rip a chunk off of them. Oh, and I think... Oh, shit. I forgot to do my thing. Um, I, once per day, I can challenge a foe. And I'm going to call her yelling at it a challenge. Can I do that? I mean, that was basically it. Right? It's a, sw- it's a swift action. I'll allow it. And I'm challenging yeah. my foe. And it... For... It just creates extra damage whenever attacks are made against the target. And okay. um, it's equal to my level, so it's How just much? one extra damage. Cool. Every bit counts. Uh, he's looking pretty worse for wear. I mean, he was already dead for how many years? But Sidriel, you're up next. So I'm gonna Sidriel, gonna take that five foot step and try to drop two arrows into the thing and help Flora kill it dead. So that's going to be a 18 for the first one. Mm-hmm. For seven points of damage. Nice. 
and a 10 for the second one, so I think that misses. Uh, yeah, 10 is gonna miss. And then he takes a swing at Flora. That's a natural 20. Yeah, that's obviously gonna hit. Uh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Let me roll to confirm Is that. he swinging at Flora or Daisy? <laughs> Flora. Oof. The issuer of the challenge. That's fair. I mean, he didn't know what your challenge is. He's just like, oh, that's loud food. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. I like my food loud. Uh, Does a 19 hit your AC? Hit mine, yes. Oof. That's not good. (laughs) It's a confirmed crit. Gone. What is that's oh well, you you don't double it you roll twice okay okay might not be as bad okay okay uh that's that's fifteen damage <laughs> oh man she had twelve health jeez Oof. yeah that's about the worst thing that could happen <laughs> they do it their their attack does a d six plus four. Well, a five and a two. So you go down? I guess. I don't know how down works. I had 12 health. You did 15 damage. All right, so you're at negative three. Okay. Uh, so you're unconscious and dying. Daisy's still up. Daisy is still Daisy up. Daisy is still up. So you fall limply off of the side of Daisy. Okay. And now on your turn, uh, Daisy is just like kind of like trying to lick your face and bring you back. She doesn't she doesn't know magic or anything. Uh, but I need you to roll a constitution save, uh, which is just a d20 plus your constitution bonus. Let me find my constitution bonus. There it is. Uh, so that is uh, 16. Alright, so yeah, I think you're fine. Uh, you do not keep losing hit points and you stabilize. That's good. So now it's all up to Sidriel. Oh my god. Seriously, Daisy's not going to go aggro on the guy? Alright, yeah. Mechanically, I think it would depend if she's combat trained or not. She is combat trained. Do you think she would uh, attack on her own? I feel like that's her job, isn't it? How about... Yeah. I feel like, if anything, just emotion-wise, she would attack. Oh, and yeah, in the Cavalier, it is, uh, it comes combat trained. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, roll a, roll a bite attack. Okay. Uh, 14. That hits. Okay, and that's 1d4 plus 1. Wait, d4. Uh, wait, what, what the fuck's that d4? I'll do it here. No, that's the triangle. Um, is it... There you go. Is it slack? There it is. Yeah, it's the triangle. That's all. Five. Yeah, <laughs> triangle. All right, that's piercing damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she just bites into the zombie and is like chewing up his leg, uh, but he seems unfazed. No, 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 no. Biting is oh, is piercing, bludgeoning, and yeah, slashing. B- all three. BPS. Really? Ooh, shit. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that bypasses. Wow. Well, why don't you? 
describe how she kills oh, it. Oh, she just no. tears it to pieces like a like a empty chew toy that's had its stuffing pulled out. <laughs> yeah. Like she she keeps doing it even after it stops moving because it's fun. Yeah. Sidriel, you see Daisy just chewing on this rotten corpse while Flora and all the rest of your friends lie unconscious in the darkness of this graveyard. And we'll see you next week. No, no! Brutal. Very brutal. Oof. anything.